0: shit. What's happening, guys? Episode 16. 16. Nothing to lose podcast. Not 15. I'm Tony. I'm Joey. And I'm Brendan. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, today we got a really special
1: guest with us. Um, Brendan's actually a uh, friend of one of our former guests, Joey Wilder. Shout out to Joey. Um, Just a former guest, not a friend? Well, yeah, I mean, he's he's a friend too. Joey, you're you're a friend. Anyway, (laughs) we have matching mustaches now. Um, But... Brennan was referred to us because, um, you know, he was depicted as like a really great guy who also has his own success story. And um, he pretty much fit the bill of people that we want to talk to. Um, Not to saying that, you know, we don't want to talk to everybody, but in this particular case, he was something special. Um, So Tony got a little bit of insight about who Brennan is. So um, why don't you go ahead and tell the people a little bit about Brennan?
0: I would, but my phone's recording. Okay, his phone is recording. Um, so if you can have so, yours.
1: well, we're we're not going to talk about his like technical aspects because that's part of his journey, right? Like I, I want to hear about your job. Um, I want to hear about what you've done because we have a list of things that you have done in your career so far that just seem like out of this world. You should be forty or fifty, well <laughs> in your in your career and just like doing cool
2: things. Let's see if um, they match up with what you what he got to, what he told you.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> I guess um, start off with the first question. Uh, who is Brennan?
2: Um, just a guy who's born and raised in San Diego. Okay. Um, All right,
0: there we go. Yep, that's what he told us. He'd be. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
2: Yep. Local San Diegan. Um, I kind of feel lucky to be a local San Diegan, um, born and raised here, because pretty much everybody I meet is not. They're from no. somewhere else yeah. in the world. That's true. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I feel like I'm just a normal, regular guy. Um, and um, I grew up in a really shitty part of town over in East County.
1: Oh, what, what part? What part?
2: Uh, lakeside. Lakeside. Lakeside.
1: What high school do you
2: go to? I okay. went to three different high schools actually. So I went to my first high school is in Mexico, uh down in Rosarito. So interesting story on that, but I'll get to that in a second here. Uh my <laughs> second, <laughs> my second <laughs> high school is in Maui. Maui, um, okay and my third high school with the last two years of high school is back in Lakeside. Uh not a good time for me. Was it El Cap? El Cap. El Cap. Yep, oh. el Capitan.
1: El Crap. where are you?
2: Uh, 08. Oh wait! Oh wait! Okay. If All I right. would have graduated, I didn't graduate. Oh, no. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Time
0: out! Time out! So where do we start? The I didn't <laughs> oh, graduate, uh, or Rosarito, <laughs> or the Maui, or like. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have some content. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: so It'll I guess we'll, we'll just go in timeline here. Rosarito.
0: Rosarito. You know, you go for spring break, you don't come back, you you (laughs) go (laughs) to (laughs) passport. (laughs) I got stuck down there, you know. So uh, I had to fight my way back.
1: Are you American? Do you have
0: dual citizenship? No, I don't have dual
2: citizenship. So um, I have a grandmother who lives in Rosarito. She bought a house down there about 20 years ago now when I was around, well, 23 years ago. I was around six years old when she bought a house down there. Um, She's not related to me but she is the best thing that's ever happened in my life. Wait, she's wait, wait, okay, this is like... <laughs> so she's your grandmother, Yes, but she's not related to you. She married my grandfather. Step-grandmother. Um, yeah, step-grandmother.
0: Step-grandmother. Okay. So,
2: yes, yeah, she's the best thing that ever happened to me and my family. Um, she basically raised my uncles and my dad um, from when they were teenage, uh, teenage years up until their 40s. That's <laughs> um, and then she kind of took me and my brother in. My dad and my mom had, a, they're pretty, um, they had pretty bad situations going on. Uh, uh, yeah. My mom has been an alcoholic, homeless person for the last 12 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad was, is now a recovered uh, meth addict. And the best thing, one of the best things that's ever happened to me in my life was my dad losing us. And my dad losing us caused my grandmother to take us in. My no, when I say us, I mean me and my brother. My mm-hmm. brother's uh, 13 months older than I am. Um, my grandma took us in. We moved down to Mexico with her down in Rosarito. cause She had a house down there. And we went to start high school down there. Well, a year in, uh, her job, she worked virtual office. They said, hey, well, you got to move back to the United States. You have to work on US soil. So she said, OK, well, fuck it. I'm going to go to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. You guys
1: going
0: to move me to Hawaii. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: all right. And
0: so, Paradise. are you right? <laughs> yeah,
1: but wh- where, did that, where did that leave you? And then, by, by the way, I just want to revisit something. Sure. Think about that statement that you said, "The best thing or one of the best things ever happened to you was your dad losing you."
2: Yeah, my dad lost everything. So my grandfather died when I was 10 of years, and my dad inherited a bunch of money, and then he blew it all on drugs, and then a couple years later, he lost his job, he lost the apartment, he lost everything. so he ended up going homeless. Um, my family had an intervention, brought my dad, my brother and I in a single room. And they all said, We're taking your kids. They're going to live in Mexico with, uh, with Liz, your gr- their grandma. And shit. Know, it was pretty, pretty fucking honest. How long did
0: that take you to share it? Like, you know, like when people go through shit like that, they don't want to talk about it. So, how long is it until you were able to, like, you know what? Talking I want to talk about it, comfortable about it.
2: Yeah, that's a good question. The first time I did talk about it, I was, I was 18 years old. Um, so it didn't take too long, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, I was 18 years old, and I remember remember specifically exactly where I was. I was on the trolley in San Diego underneath uh, SDSU, uh-huh. and I was talking mm-hmm. to some guy who obviously had some issues. He had some mental issues. Right. Um, but he was willing to listen, and he was... He kept trying to interject to some weird shit. Um, and I don't know if he was like hitting on me. It was it was super <laughs> awkward. But he was the only person that I felt comfortable opening up to because I was like, this guy, he's not gonna remember me. Right. He's he's not gonna tell anybody about me, probably, because he's too wrapped up in his own shit. Yeah. Um, I'll never see him again, probably, and he doesn't know anybody that I know. Yeah. This is fucking wild. Okay, yeah, yeah, no. So, so you
1: you disclosed your most intimate details to a stranger to a stranger because mm-hmm. you knew that he didn't give a shit. Uh huh. Is that some sort of like, um, was it like a, uh, like what, what am I trying to like?
0: It's, therape- it's, it's therapeutic.
1: Yeah, for it's sure. it's definitely therapeutic. But like, was that more of like a
0: safety thing? You know, like. Didn't want to get, he wasn't gonna get judged. You know, if yeah. you tell, exactly. It, it's, that's that's like, it's what I'm trying if to. If you tell get a friend, out, you're gonna yeah. get a judge or they're gonna be like, "Oh, it's okay." But or like fan, a
1: girlfriend, they might like look at you different. Sure.
2: Or, you I know. don't know. Do, you know, I I remember the feeling of not knowing at, in that particular moment of just not knowing where it was gonna go, not knowing what was gonna happen, but also not thinking about it, and it, it was just this any need to tell somebody something about myself that I had never said, it, never shared before. Right. Um, and so I just I opened up everything sure. to him, and if um, that if that isn't
1: one of the realest things that we've ever <laughs> podcasted, if that isn't one of the realest things that we have ever podcasted, I don't know what is. And we're like two minutes into this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Boom,
2: got a lot more real shit for <laughs> you. <laughs> I got time. <laughs> All right. Um,
1: so, so, yeah, going back to uh, so the rose reader thing that's explained. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Maui, because why not? So she did yeah. that to
1: Maui and then left you in East County. Well, no, 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 there was
2: nothing nothing like that. Um, So I went out to Maui, and the funniest part about going to Maui was that I had the option to move back to Lakeside from Mexico at that time to live with, with like, like a friend's family. Uh, Actually, I think it was my Mm -hmm. uncle. It was my uncle or, like, a friend's family. Mm -hmm. And so I, I asked everybody that I knew, every last person that I could talk to, friends, family, just random people. I was like, what do you... What do you think? <laughs> what would you do if you are in my situation? Would you move out to Maui uh, and finish out high school out there and potentially go to college? Okay. I mean, mind you, I'm 15 years old at this point. Okay. Um, or would you come back to California? They're like, why the fuck would you move to a rock in the middle of the ocean, man? Don't go out there. Like, you t- like, cool, that's paradise and all, but just go there for vacation. You don't have to go there to live there okay. and be there. Can, like, where you're going to leave your family behind. You're going to yeah. leave your friends behind.
1: Do you think that they were saying that more of like, they didn't want to see you go? Because moving to Maui would have been fucking dope when yeah. I was 15. <laughs> well, some hit.
2: of Well, yeah, I don't know. So it was scary. It was really scary for me. Um, but it was this it was this feeling of, well, my dad already lost me. My mom's never been there for me. Mm-hmm. The only person I'm really leaving behind is my brother. Because yeah. my brother, he moved out um, six months into living with my grandma. He moved back with a friend over on Lakeside, okay. a friend's family. He couldn't handle it, <laughs> um, so I I asked everybody, and everybody, every person told me don't go. And so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go. Fuck I'm it. gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> it it. Middle fingers <laughs> to y'all. I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> so I went yeah. out there, and um, a year in, and the people out there were assholes, to say the least. The locals? The locals. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were dicks. Um, I've actually heard that about yeah. Hawaiians. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like I mean, not not like Hawaiians as a culture, goddamn. But like yeah. you know, just people who live in yeah. Hawaii. They're like rated the number one worst drivers in America. And
2: Tra- their speed limit's 50 miles an hour. I don't think they know how to drive above 40, so that they do get in the car.
0: <laughs> there's it's only, it's just their, freeways, their freeways are only two lanes. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. You know, Maui,
2: there's only one road that was a two lane. And it goes, goes around the directions. whole no, island. No, no, it was right. just it was a, like a two mile yeah. stretch that went up up a mountain and back down.
0: Uh, That's it. I, when I went to Honolulu, like, it was one freeway that took you around the island in a circle. Yeah. I didn't go to any of the other That's
2: islands. It was. I kind of regret not going to the other islands. But so you
0: stuck it out for a year? or you Stuck it like out for
2: a year. Um, they have this self-fulfilling prophecy out there where they don't want to make friends. All the locals don't want to make friends with anybody because in a year's time, they're just going to leave the island mm-hmm. and never come back and oh, never call. Oh, but if they, they were nicer,
1: then they would stay. So yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so
2: they're a dick to me. And so at the end <laughs> of it, I was like, screw this. I don't even want to be here, man. Like This was paradise for like, the we first couple of We should do that weeks. here
0: the people? San, San Diego? Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> kick especially to those Arizona guys. Yeah, maybe I can get some parking. Zonies I don't know. <laughs> There's Zonies that come out for a whole month.
2: Man, this is uh, the United States best kept secret. Or it was. Now we're screwed. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, we're,
1: especially I was talking about this um, earlier, but if, if you want to buy a house in San Diego, now's the time to do it because the damn wildfires that burned up like <laughs> the whole rest of California. Mm-hmm. You're there being displaced probably? Yeah. San Diego. Yeah. You know, so I mean... Just like the homeless population. The house market <laughs> is about to escalate. Yeah. And yes, the homeless are also everywhere. Yeah. We actually touched on that. in yeah.
0: <laughs> One of our first episodes, yeah. Um, we had you on. Yeah, that was... So pissed. a year, you tell your grandma, I'm leaving, or does yeah. she do it with you? Well, it was
2: a choice. That, um, so I left to come back to San Diego because I missed it and you know I wanted to be with friends and I was lonely out there and the people weren't nice to me Mm -hmm. so I didn't have a lot of good friendships out there and so I decided to come back to San Diego and I was out here for two years I got involved heavily with drugs um, like smoking a lot of weed which is not that big of a deal but um, taking pills so Xanax and Soma's and selling pills and selling weed um, so year. Do
1: you remember SOMAs back in high school? <laughs> <laughs> oh mm, muscle God. relaxers. I, yeah. never, I, n- I never took them, but that was like the craze. It was like yeah. our generation's Molly. Yeah. So yeah. yeah.
2: And, and then Molly came around. Yeah. Well, well, ecstasy, and then Molly came around. Um, so I did a lot of that too. But also in my junior year, at the end of my junior year, I got involved with meth pretty hmm. heavily for about a nine-month period. And it was bad. It ruined my summer in between my junior and senior years. I started off my senior year just really shittily. Strung out? Yeah, yeah, basically strung out. Are you still out.
1: using when you were in? Uh,
2: when I came back, that's when I stopped. I started to stop using. And I kind of did every once in a while throughout my senior year of high school, um, but it wasn't heavily, heavy or anything. It was just every once in a while.
1: I have a question, and I mean, sure. I don't want to give up your sources or anything. Sure.
2: But like, where do you even buy drugs? I, I've, I've never. Dude, I don't even know. The first time I was introduced to this shit, I was let's say, I was just about to leave. Um, I was in 8th grade the first time I was introduced to meth. Who in the fuck in their right mind gives like a 12, 13 year old
0: <laughs> meth amphetamine?
2: <laughs> what kind of asshole exists in this world that would give a child, pretty much a child, that hard of a drug? Yeah. Like, I don't know. So to answer your question, I don't really know. I don't like, even know where to buy
1: drugs. Like, I mean, Not not that I would do them, but like, I, I've never, a- never known. Like, you asking know. for a friend. Yeah, <laughs> Alex, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, he's missed like the last 17 podcasts. This is <laughs> podcast 16. Eddie, he he started
0: another time. podcast with somebody, remember? God, okay. <laughs> Rest, well in good friend. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. It was nice knowing you, my friend. My, my friend. friend.
1: <laughs> my friend, okay. Um, so you mentioned that you didn't even graduate.
0: I did not graduate high
2: school. So, so I remember watching the graduation from the bleachers that were behind the bleachers and I was actually splitting, I was splitting a a soma, a soma or a Xanax with somebody. It's like breaking it in half, watching graduation. Like, oh, <laughs> fuck my life. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> um,
1: if you yeah. could, if you could take a picture of that and hang it on your wall, that would motivate you. Like, that would motivate me. You know, you like that. That's, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I mean, think about it. Like the cause of you know the not graduating is currently being done while the graduations you know it's like so ironic it's like a juxtaposition of things that you know it's yeah that's that's like poetic almost
2: it wasn't quite the the reason for my um not graduating in fact doing (laughs) drugs was a consequence of me not graduating and i say it in reverse like that because was I was depressed, I didn't have much self-esteem, hmm. and I didn't have these things because I went to Mexico and then Hawaii where they didn't accept any of my credits, and then I went back to California where they uh, only accepted okay. half of my credits from Hawaii and none from Mexico. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, you have to do summer school in between uh, you know, 9th or 10th, 11th and 12th grade. Cool. Fuck you. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um, I knock out, I like pass every single test that I've ever taken with like an A. Mm-hmm. And so. Like, I don't fuck you guys Like I know this material yeah. I'm not going to like do yeah. summer school um, so and
1: you didn't graduate not based on performance but just based on lack of credits
2: lack of credits and then lack of participation after I realized that I was going to have to do so much extra work just to catch up with everybody else and then be a super senior huh. I was like no screw that I'm not going to do that so but
0: they still moved you
2: as a senior, they still qualified you as a senior. Yes, because I had that special <laughs> special circumstances. Actually, at the very end of my twelfth twelfth uh, grade, uh, they gave me all of my credits, like they gave me everything. But I had already flunked out of like all of my classes mm-hmm. the second half of that year, and part some of them the first half. So huh. I was like, well, I'm not. I'd still have to be a super senior now. Like if you guys would have told me I would have gotten my credits in the beginning of the year, then I might actually have 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 tried. tried. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got it. And yeah. so it was this weird. Yeah, weird cycle of me not graduating. And so, Uh, okay. Um, So that happens.
1: So (laughs) I have on my phone a list of accomplishments. Sure. That are yours. Okay presented by our good friend Joey Wilder. He's watching. He's live right now. Is he watching? Yeah. What's up, Joey? Hey, man. Do, do you like my mustache? or No. <laughs> you famous. guys could
2: be like Mario and Luigi. <laughs> for could we? just Yeah, you guys totally could.
1: <laughs> uh, Joey, yeah. costume idea. All right. Halloween's coming up, man. Um, but shit, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So your, your list of accomplishments um, is pretty extensive, like things that
0: Anybody or with a How doctor? old are you? You're 29. 20, 29. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 29.
1: Because you did the math earlier and right. said 23 years. Okay. Well, yeah, you, so did it <laughs> you did the math. You did the math. 2 yeah. plus 2 is 4. <laughs> Quick math. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 29 years old, not even breached 30 yet, and I'm not going to say it, I, I will say it actually. <laughs> how did you accomplish these things without a high school diploma? Did sure. you go to adult vocational school? Did you jump right into college and go to community college? Do you have a degree?
2: Um, I have an associate's degree, so not much of a degree, but it's a degree, I this guess. Is, this
1: is so fucking perfect. This is, this is great. This is great. Okay, because Extra, I've been I having have, this debate. I have
0: no idea where Alex is at.
1: Oh, the yeah. Point. No, he... I don't know, man. He, he just asked the question right now. Yeah. <laughs> nobody knows. Um, okay, so what I was talking about earlier, I'm just going to list off some of the things. Okay. Sure. So you started doing TV, where you helped develop branding and marketing funnels. For companies sold within corporate conglomerates, uh, I don't know if I can say it on air, but like Costco, are we gonna get sued? Doesn't <laughs> matter, doesn't really matter. We, we so have nothing. We have nothing to lose.
0: Uh, nothing. Oh my God! <laughs> don't sue me. <laughs> you so nothing to lose except <laughs> my home, <laughs> I have everything my car. you <laughs> see. Yeah. I owe every everything. I don't owe anything. I pay everything. I pay my car. Pay my rent. So, so when you do have everything to lose, I that, but there's nothing... He doesn't really technically own, own anything. It. The bank owns everything. Oh, you
1: got everything in your mama's name? Is that it?
0: I <laughs> own a foreign account.
1: All right. <laughs> so how did, how did you get into funneling corporate conglomerate accounts like Costco?
0: Okay,
2: so there's clarification needs to happen on that one. The company was called TV Ears. Um, we sold um, wireless all Oh, headsets
1: that hook up to the TV. My dad uses that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shit.
2: So... That's a funny story. I started folding boxes in their warehouse. And over s- a six and a half year period, I end up going from folding boxes in the warehouse to doing product testing, to being their IT guy, to being their graphic designer, <laughs> then their creative director, and then their uh, marketing
0: manager.
1: I just want to mention all without a degree, ladies and gentlemen. So <laughs> it's,
0: it's six years, though, just for those people out there that want to hand it. It's hand six down. years
1: a degree, or six years working way up the goddamn corporate ladder and making some bank.
0: Six years, people don't want to put in that six years. They'd rather just go. College and party and white people. As for it.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. I gotcha. <laughs> but
2: so um, there's a secret to that though. The secret to that is every single time someone said, Can you do this? There was not a single time that I thought in my head, that's not my job. Uh, that's true. Never once did I ever think that's not my job. That's what's if wrong they, with everybody else, right? When now? I was when I <laughs> so when I was their marketing manager and they needed extra hands in the warehouse, I'd roll up my fucking sleeves. Go out in the warehouse and start folding boxes, start tearing down returns, and start you know going sifting through the trash for shit. We're not like, sifting through trash. And yeah, I was like, would, oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like <laughs> it's a bunch of trash that comes in. <laughs> that is gotta, like, not my job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, so yeah, actually that company went through at one point they laid off like thirty percent of the employees, yeah. which was my break. Um, so I found opportunity in the layoff. And it was because bittersweet, it, yeah. it was bittersweet. They, so they laid off 30% of the employees. One of the people they laid off was a graphic designer. So this big, nice iMac sitting there and wasn't being used. Yeah. And I asked my boss, I was like, hey, can I just you know, jump on that every day after work and just teach myself how to use whatever the fuck's on there? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, sure. Oh, oh
1: hold that. on. Time out. So you don't even have a technical background?
2: Uh, so I went to school for computer networking. So a kind of-ish. Did you finish that? Yeah. Okay. Well, that was my associate's degree. Okay, so I went for an eight month, um, an eight month like thing, right? A certification like a program. Course. Yeah. Like uh, a yeah. Student, yeah. yeah. Okay. At a vocational school, um, right out, of, not right out of high school, but like almost a year out, and then I decided to try and get a job in that industry, in the IT industry. Yeah. Well, I did, and it sucked. And then I got another job with this company, TV years, and they gave me a break. You know they had me in the warehouse holding boxes, they needed somebody to come in and do IT work, so I started doing that, database cleanup stuff, and then I started. I became their IT guy, there. and then put myself out of a job, and <laughs> and then that's when um, the company laid off a bunch of people, and then I was just doing product testing. I was making like $10 an hour still at this point, yeah. and the CEO's like, okay, well, we'll just keep him around because he's cheap and he can just do whatever around around yeah. the place. And when my boss came to me and asked me, You know, right after the layoffs, like, what do you want to do? I was like, well, I'll do anything but clean the bathrooms, man. Like, I'll do anything. And like, okay, cool, product testing. You're gonna sit in this room and put on these headsets for eight hours a day and just like listen to static all day long. I was like, all right, well, that's really crappy. And I had this like, just this paper notebook where I tally stuff up. I literally had like hundreds of thousands of tally marks in this thing. And then we go back through and put that into a computer. I don't know why they didn't just give me a
0: laptop. I, now that I'm thinking about it, like that. that been it could have so been so much yeah, more efficient. Just direct. <laughs> <Yeah>. Data <laughs> entry. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> what TV show am I thinking that they did that product testing on? God damn it! I, I, I uh, my it'll we'll I, probably hit you later. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So I um.
2: There was never one time when I said, you know, that's not my job. And so I hopped on that Mac every day after work for an hour, two hours, sometimes Mm -hmm. three hours, depending on how long the managers would stay at work. And I taught myself how to do graphic design, taught myself how to use InDesign, um, Illustrator, and Photoshop. Then they asked me if I wanted to build a website. I've never done that before, but sure, like, you know, that's that mentality. If it's not my job, sure, I'll do it if they ask me to do it. So I did it. Um, Soon enough, I was there actually there's another title thrown into this six years thing <laughs> was their um, ERP administrator so basically their back end software administrator right. ERP is back end business software runs your accounting your inventory the whole website oh that's okay website. I was, was going
1: to ask you what platform you used but okay that makes sense yeah. the,
2: this particular one is called NetSuite it was an ERP platform ERP is enterprise resource planning so i i was i slowly started like being the administrator for that yep. and so i was the go to guy for the configuration for that stuff okay. and then i taught myself graphic design, and then I realized this company needs like a rebranding. So I started looking into branding, figuring out how to do branding, rebranded the company, Um, Mm -hmm. not with a new name, but with new colors, a new logo, um, new packaging, rewrote everything on their website, everything on their packaging, all of their user manuals and everything, rewrote all of that stuff. Um, For $10 still? No, no, no. I was making <laughs> a lot of money at this point, yeah. <laughs> no, my negotiation skills caught up with me, and so I started negotiating after my salary after that. After sixth title, that, you're like, 11, damn, 11 I have six job titles right now. <laughs> <laughs> like. 11 dollars. And a parking <laughs> spot. <laughs> $11.50. <laughs> yeah, and a parking spot. Um, And so, yeah, it just kind of... It got all the way up to the six and a half year mark, and I think I reached kind of like my pinnacle there for that company. Mm -hmm. And they realized that they they were probably paying me too much just to be there, and um, not I wasn't able to take them to the next level. You know, because I had this, you know, self-taught skill set, and I wasn't able to take their company from like a small business to a medium-sized business. I couldn't take them from forty to eighty or whatever. So, (coughs) so.
0: They it's also, you were taking your, you were getting rid of your positions.
2: Exactly. Right. Yeah, I was replacing myself basically with myself. Oh, um, <laughs>
1: we we are just gonna jump ahead here. Sure. You worked for Abacus.
2: Abacus. Yeah, Abacus Data Systems.
1: That is the the next chapter in your career. Sure.
2: There's a huge. <laughs> there's, there's a, a gap. huge like. Downfall in between TV years and so you after TV years, because you're like, hey, I've reached my plateau. No, 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 they let me go. They let you. It go. was the m- most horrible breakup ever. So, but you realized though that you you, you, I you plateaued chores. afterwards. Oh, okay. During yeah. oh, okay. you're just kind of like
1: sitting pretty, like kind of exactly. Like, yeah.
2: yeah, I was. Yeah, I was definitely comfortable. Um, it was still challenging, and I was like trying to figure out what kind of value I could provide to them, and I couldn't mm-hmm. figure it out. And um, you know, like how I could provide value for the organization. And so they called me into the president called me in the office. This is after the CEO told me he's like, no one can fire you, besides me. Uh And the president calls me in and she's like, so we're gonna have to let you go. (laughs)
0: Like,
2: okay, why? And she's like, well, the company's moving in a different direction. Okay. so why am I getting like that? Like, oh, well, we love your performance. Like, we love everything you've done. It's not you. It just That's you know, we're you. just moving in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Uh. And it, I couldn't wrap my head around that. And it was like it was like a really bad breakup. You know, it's not, it's not you. It's me. Yeah. yeah. There was okay. No explanation. And so that was really horrible. Joey's had
0: a couple of those. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've given a couple of those. Okay. You see this much? break touch? up with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you don't break up with <laughs> me. Either. So it led you to fall. You have still no degree, but you taught it yourself everything you know. But this time, I have
2: my associate's degree. Okay. In and I've uh computer networking. Okay. And I've also completed a year and a half of massage therapy school and all gotten right. certified as a massage Just therapist. So much free time for the ladies. <laughs> yeah, <all right. laughs> um, and so and that was that was. Now that I'm going, I'm currently going through a self-awareness mm-hmm. like journey yeah. again. At that time, I was too. I was going. I was being grounded,
0: okay. but I had no idea that I was doing. Follow that. him on IG. He hasn't posted in like a year, but like recently, in the last month, he's posted four pictures. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and getting back
2: into my positivity uh, you know. routine.
1: I've haven't, I've not posted, like anything. Yeah, we
2: that know that
0: you're a Snapchat. You're uh-huh. still on a dog filter. <laughs> yeah, 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 Cute little bunny one. Uh, puppy for life. Uh. <laughs> so. That
2: happened. You got you got let go. I got spiraled let go. down. I spiraled out of control, man. So I moved out to PB. Um, yep, I can already tell you have yeah, <laughs> <spiraled>. been <Yeah. laughs> And I got I got heavily into uh, to cocaine use, man, and um, and it was bad. It turned out really bad for me. Um, I had no more self esteem. I was like, I got there. I got to PB, and I was like, I'm the man, <laughs> right? <I'm> full <laughs> of testosterone, working out every day, pumped to be there, yeah. full of cocaine and alcohol, pumped to be there. Well started losing my self-esteem um, because I didn't, couldn't really start my own business is what I was trying to do. Okay. Okay. I had two of them that fell through. And then I, um, I went to work for my friend for minimum wage plus commissions at a, a Sprint wireless company. Oh, mm-hmm.
1: ah, okay. And Slanging those phones, gotcha.
2: This was the low point of like I feel like my entire life the lowest point of my life really Yeah dude my friend who was the manager of the store he asked me to go outside and hold a sign. Uh. mind you I was like I was creative director yeah. I was a marketing manager yeah. I was like running this shit yeah. and I'm holding this sign on the side of the road just mm, and I rethought my life in about 10 minutes.
1: Technically you're still doing marketing though <laughs> 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 yes, yes, <right? laughs> okay, the way you flip it. it's a different <laughs> <guy>.
0: <laughs> bottom of the totem pole marketing. <laughs> All, entry, right, entry
1: all right, all right. So, so, yeah. so your uh, your ego got a swift kick to the balls. Yeah, so that
0: was definitely.
2: on day one, or <laughs> no? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. No, it <laughs> you know, this is like a month in. Okay, and um, and I decided, you know, I'm I'm better than this. Right. I can do be better than this. Respect. Um, and so I decided to start looking for jobs, and I uh, got in with Abacus Data Systems, in the operations department. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a hard journey with that company for 15 months. Really difficult. We went from A small company this company was a little over 100 people to over 300 people by the time I left in 15 months time so we Mm. over over tripled in size and in the operations department what it does is it's the backbone of the organization it runs everything everything comes through it at some point Um, you create all the processes for the organization you make sure all the software is up and running um, you deal with every department and you deal with the intercommunications (laughs) of every department well the, or, the, the operations department was one person when I got there. And then there was two of us. And then we expanded it into like 12 or 13 people. Um, so I helped this company grow the operations department 12 or 13 people. During that time, I went from this kind of little pawn guy to being their um, systems administrator
0: huh.
2: without a single raise or a single bonus. Mm. I was pissed. I fought for my shit for nine months. Didn't get it, talked to the CEO. She was like, I'm sorry, we can't get you anything. I mean, well, I can get you what you want. I can get you the number that you want, but it has to be over like a year period, and I can't promise any bonuses. I was like, screw you. And well, she also said, I can also give you the title that you want and hire people underneath you, so you can be a manager of like three people. I was like, "Okay, cool. That would be great, but what about the money? Um, and so that didn't come through, and I left. I became a consultant for, a uh, software consultant for a consulting company, okay. doing the ERP software consulting.
1: Okay. Um, I think that takes us to our next one. Is that?
2: That's FMT. FMT, okay. Well wow, he gave you, like...
1: No, he didn't. Okay.
2: <laughs> anyway. I'm reading this text over here that's, like, yeah. a page and a half long. <laughs> You know,
1: you've noticed that in like the last few episodes, like Joey has always seemed to sneak his way in somehow. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like it's like he's here, but he's not here. Like, Joey, you should be here. He's, he's contr- He already bought the URL, yeah, he and he's URL. controlling yeah, he's totally us anyway. He controls us. Creative director behind the scenes. So now what you're doing um, is you're doing graphic design on your own, right? Because apparently you helped out, you know, ST Protein Co., shout out. Um, A while ago, yeah. And then you're the lead processor developer at... The new company and that's is that FTM?
2: No. So FMT or is FMT excuse FMT me. is a software consulting company that I was in the I was kinda like the configurator guy, so I wasn't doing any real deep technical work, mm-hmm. but I had to understand all the business processes across an organization. Okay. I left that company about two months ago now, a month and a half ago. So you're you're brand new at your new position? I'm brand new at my my position now.
1: Can you disclose the company you work for?
2: I can. What engage Financial Technologies.
1: And where are they based
2: out of? Kearney Mesa.
1: Kearney, Okay. Yeah. So some more software.
2: They do financial soft. Financial, financial technology.
1: Software. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. speculation on the stock markets. Okay. So, <laughs> so yeah. your your journey, and I was saying that this is great because we've had so many fitness people, so many like motivators and stuff like that. Um, no,
0: nobody regular. But well, nobody average. Nobody that came up from. A
1: I was thinking mm-hmm. like nobody technical. Nobody because yeah. like like tech is so hands on. You know like, everybody we've had on is literally hands-on with like working out, I get it, but (laughs) like, you know, being from a certain industry like technology where you have to be self-taught, where you have to be um, moldable, you have to be adaptable, you know?
2: Continuously learning. Continuously
1: learning, and And you've achieved so many titles within like your career span that, you know, I have a question for you. Do you feel like to achieve a certain level of success within the corporate industry or software industry, wherever it may be. Yeah. Do you feel like a college degree is necessary? Not at all. Why?
2: Um, because I've learned that humans run the world, um, not computers. If it were up to computers, then yes, you would need that degree. Now, there are certain industries that you need to have a degree, because you need to have a background of education. So the medical industry. Like, Obviously you need to have yeah. a background of <laughs> yeah. right. I, I hope so. to be a doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. But um. for like. Um, And I'll I'll even say this, a lot of accountants wouldn't agree with me, but even for accounting, you don't have to have a degree. Um, You just have to have an opportunity. And then once you have that opportunity and you show that you can do it and you can learn it and you have learned it and and you're more than capable of doing it, then the job experience is much more important than the education. Real world job experience is much more important.
1: I've been saying that forever. I feel like you know, job experience is a lot more substantial than a degree. Not to knock on you, I don't. I also don't have no. To prove, but it co- but
0: coincides with him, like when he first started at that first job, he took anything they told him. Yeah, he can do this. Fuck yeah, he can do this. Yeah, give me that experience. Dude, and my that's hands what they, were bleeding. That's summertime. what everyone should do I'm right now, because <laughs> everyone just wants to hop in and be like, oh, well, I just got my finance degree. I should be a financial analyst. No, you should whatever they give you and work your way up to a financial analyst. Like get yeah. your fucking, earn your. Yeah. So like you, you, time. you have
1: you have technically the qualifications but you haven't yeah. earned the spot yet. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and so I think that's that's a good that's a good psychological concept actually is that most people they'll go into a job and they'll say I want this title and this salary yeah. and then I'll show you what I can do. Right. No. No, you can't do no. it that no. way. <laughs> you got to show them what you can do and yeah. then say pay me or I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm like make yourself in, like invaluable to the organization. Yeah and then request whatever it is that you want. And you'll so get it.
1: If you like if, if you want 100K, you've got to show that you're worth 100K, and then you can ask for 100K. You've got to do
2: something that's value, That's Well, you have to look at the other, human, other humans that are running the business, right? right? And you have to say, what is valuable to them? What do they find value in? Not what does the company find value in, not what do the stockholders find value in, not what does the, the industry find value in or other people. But literally what do the those person above the you. The people, that person, whoever it is that's making that decision and whoever it is they, they have to go to to confirm that decision. In their eyes, if you're worth $100,000, mm-hmm. they'll pay you $100,000. Yeah. You'll never really know how much you're worth to them unless you get them really drunk and they tell you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. You, but once you become invaluable to the organization, and they look at you every single day as, oh my God, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so happy you're here. Yeah. You know, we have all this shit going on. You know, can you help? Um, and you know, of course, other people can do that same stuff. And most of the time, like you have other people that were wor- working alongside you that can also do that job. Right. But they like you because you can do it better. You can do it faster. You can think on your feet. Once you're that person, then you can ask for whatever you want. Yep. Preach.
1: Okay. 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 Okay.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. 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 Okay.
2: Let's talk about your value
1: system, right? Because everybody we've talked to, who's been successful like yourself, values something different, right? Mm-hmm. Like Joey values time. Um, Dom values experience and learning. Uh, D values also experience, but like more of like a in a poetic vibe. I don't know if that sounds right. So, mm-hmm. Brendan. What do you value? Is it money? Is it women? Is it <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes. <Success>. No, <laughs> what do you what do you quantify as successful? That's how do you quantify success?
2: Well, so that's that's interesting that you asked me that. I it's have I have a lot of my philosophical concepts are um, that every everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a different value, everybody sees life differently. Okay. Um, so success is definitely different for everybody. I don't view, and it's different for me on an ongoing basis. You know, I used to think success was a title. I used to think success was having my own office, yeah. being able to kick my feet up whenever I want to, being able oh to yeah. come in and work whenever I want to. And then I was like, mm-hmm. no, success isn't that. Success is money. Um, and then I was like, no, success is happiness. You know, internal happiness. Um, and then I was like, nah, success is connections with people. You know, having meaningful connections with people. And so it's been transforming over time for me. And it continues to transform. Um, I think at this moment, it's hard to define what I value. what I think as success, um, I think right now success is understanding.
1: Wait, but like... Grasping the concept or having the ability to understand
2: not having the ability to understand everybody has the ability to understand innate ability unless you have a mental disease or something you right. know that affects you in that right. regard um, you have the ability to understand but what I'm talking about with understanding is forgiveness huh so when you come from a place of understanding and that's maybe that's more of an articulate way to put it yeah. when you come from a place of understanding you're 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 not looking at What's right and what's wrong about a situation or about a person or about a thing you're looking at why it, why it is what it is right how it got to be to the, that point. Um, and if you look at your own self in that way, then you're not you're coming from a place of non-judgment at that point when you're just coming from a place of pure understanding you're not. You're not going, OK, well, that was wrong. You know, you shouldn't be mm-hmm. that. You shouldn't have done that. Then you go, OK, well, why did I do that? Well, it's because this happened and that happened. OK, well, why did that happen? Well, you know, then f- you know break down the reasons as you go into the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you constantly, like, I think success right now, for me, is a continuous evaluation in the moment of, of why something is and just trying to understand. And then if I can't understand it, then forgive myself and and understand that there's something about the situation that I don't know Shit. and when you can come to that and I'm not there yet um, but when you can come to that place then you're very forgiving of anybody that's doing anything that you consider to be wrong or incorrect or evil because you're trying to understand where they're coming from right and when you can do that you have peace. You're no longer, you're not afraid of anything because there's nothing that you don't really know and things that you don't know you're not afraid of because you're okay with it. You've come to a place of being able to forgive yourself for not knowing that.
1: So by cutting out pretty much, lack of better terms, judgment, Mm -hmm. then with that respect nothing's able to piss you off. You can't possibly get annoyed. You can't possibly be upset or angry because you're so understanding. So that's what brings you peace? Well so
2: that that particular statement isn't quite true either, right? Because you you have you have life behind you, behind you. You right. have you've grown into this human through your experiences, yeah. right? And so when something happens, you have a reaction, right? Now that could be anger, it could be fear, it could be happiness, it could be a bunch of different things. The ability to not react, but to stop, think, understand, and then respond. That that is w- so. It's not like nothing pisses you off, right? Nothing can piss you off because um, that will happen forever. It's a, a human condition. Mm. Um, but not reacting and rather coming from a place of understanding and then responding to a situation. That I think helps you on your journey to peace. And it's never a finished journey until you die. And even then, you know who says what happens after death? You know, and nobody yeah. knows yet.
1: Space Force. yeah.
0: <laughs> I <Sign> know. <up.
1: laughs> OK, that makes sense. But, but you still haven't quantified success for me.
0: What's success for you right now? New job, so what's your success right now?
2: Right, so um, success for me has nothing to do with work. Success for me has come, when it, when it happens to pertain to my, my career and my job, um, it is coming in there and understanding where I can provide value how I can provide value. um, And then when something happens in the workplace, not reacting to it, but stopping, trying to understand as quickly as possible, ask all the questions I possibly can, and then figure out where I can provide value again and provide that value, whether or not it's my job. It doesn't matter if it's my job, someone else's job, whatever. Um, So success right now is really just, I guess, Providing value, just being a valuable player in life in okay. general.
1: Okay.
0: okay, you got it. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> it took you. Thanks. <laughs> um, so squeezing it out of.
1: Oh. No, I'm just you know, I'm I'm trying he wants to, to understand. I'm <laughs> trying to understand the man over here. All right.
2: Um, how do you know Joey? So we are Craigslist roommates. We moved in together, I think, in 2013. PB? Is this no. the PB roommate? No, 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 no. So we moved in together in 2013 out in El Cajon. We call it the Skywood Ranch. It was definitely the place to be, man. <laughs> it, was <laughs> it was a five-bedroom, two-story house Oh fuck. Um, with a big front yard and a really big backyard. It had a basketball court in the backyard, a big-ass swimming pool with a rock slide and a rock diving <laughs> platform.
1: How did, like, is this in El Cajon or Alpine? It sounds like this Alpine. Is,
2: no, this is El Cajon on the hill um, as you go up, this as you Rancho. go out of, yeah, into Rancho, yeah. Um, and it was on, I think it was Chase, like Chase and Avocado. Yeah. Oh, Chase and Avocado. Yeah, yeah, oh, right yeah, up in there. Yeah, be, so we have right, this yeah. nice view Shout of Alpine. Shout out, Chase and Avocado. <laughs> <El Cajon. laughs> so yeah, we lived together at the Skywood Ranch. I moved in a few months before he did, and then he found us on Craigslist and he moved in. And I think it was the process when we moved in, was about the same. I walk in. And all the roommates, there's like six or eight of them at the time, they're all standing uh, upstairs. You walk in, and there's this big, like, anteroom. And then they have this, um, like, the, up, the upstairs, which this like this hallway, open hallway. And everybody was standing up there, just waiting for me to walk in. I walk <laughs> in, and like, oh shit, what's about to happen? And it was like the Spanish Inquisition, man. They just, they nailed me. And then Joey, same thing when Joey came in same thing happened we're all waiting for him we're all like who are you where are you from what are you about are you a good person so and it worked out he came in and um and that's how we became roommates and we partied a lot there well okay i was actually gonna ask if this was like a house of jesus but no No. definitely a house of jesus everyone came to find jesus the next morning (laughs) it was the morning (laughs) after the fireball jesus fireball jesus
1: that's my drink of choice um so Okay, and then you assisted him. So he, he mentioned earlier that um, he has a lot of respect for you because you helped him through some stuff, right? We're, let's not go into Joey's business. I'm not going to ask, like, what did you help him with? but
0: He doesn't even know what he helped him with. Yeah. We touched so on this before while we were waiting for you. Yeah. Oh, you have no idea what he's talking about? Well, I mean, I have an idea. Like, big picture um, he has it, but he's... Yeah, yeah
2: big picture, I, I understand. But, you know, I mean, he went through a really difficult time. And I was going through my own shit at the time, and this was a couple years ago uh, when we lived in <laughs> when we first moved in together, and down in PB, um, he was having a rough time starting his business and everything, and I was having a rough time just with life in okay. general. You know, I was, that's when I was working myself out of my coke stage and like getting back into the corporate world yeah. and pulling myself out of debt. I lost my car, my motorcycle, and I had ran up a bunch of credit cards. Yeah. And so you mentioned Costco. Yeah, I mentioned Costco. They got me. So, um, yeah, and I don't know. I guess, I guess what happened, um, he explains it to me as, you know, I was there for him when he needed me. Um, and I was just being me, I guess, just a human, you know, just trying to make sure You know, what,
1: that that's, that's, like, that's like so beautiful. You don't even know what you did, but apparently it was everything to <laughs> this guy. You know, like, how many, how many people could say that? Like, I can, well, you could probably say that about me. This guy, this guy Tony's done so much stuff for me, he probably doesn't even know. Big, big, big picture, but not. No,
0: I know, but it's hard to find that person though. Like, that's what probably Joey, like, hit Joey harder is because when you have somebody that you can lean on and just go to and just keep talking about what you're going through, and that person is actually guiding you or like giving you advice, and you don't listen to it, but he's still there to give you advice like that. Like, I've helped Joey. I've given him an advice. He doesn't listen to me. I give him the same advice again. Yeah, and then so I'm still there, <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah, and then at, at the end of the day, it's always an apology from me to you. So,
2: actually, so it's interesting you say that because you know that one person that was that random weirdo on the trolley. <laughs> yeah, that listened to me. Uh-huh. Well, you ran into him. But no. <laughs> um, m- maybe I. You know, maybe. I didn't have anybody before that,, uh-huh. and I really haven't had many people after that. Most of the people that I talk to are just kind of like in passing or they're kind of wowed by my story. I don't really know them that well. Yeah. sometimes it's friends, sometimes it's family or whatever but or a
1: podcast or, yeah, or a
2: podcast you know um but to have people listen to you when especially when you don't ever f- you never felt like you could tell anybody to have somebody that would listen to you and kind of listen to you without judgment it's it's amazingly huge, yeah. And it really is. I'm sure that was part of, you know, part of the Joey thing. And um, and I'm very happy to have been that person. You know, I'm 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 humbled by uh by his compliments every day. <laughs> not not that he gives me compliments every day, but you know that. Oh, he
1: doesn't. No. Oh, he doesn't. <laughs> all right, yeah. I know.
0: Just give me more compliments. The than guy it. grows <laughs> a
1: mustache, and all of a sudden he can't even come over anymore.
0: <laughs> no, but um. Doesn't know his roots no more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so. What's next? Well, yeah, what's ne- I mean, you, you mentioned you were on a self-awareness journey. What What yeah. does yeah. that entail for
2: you? So, I recently came into a situation where, um, a relationship issue, where I was about to leave this relationship that I'm in, and I've been in it for two years. You're still in it? I mean, still, I'm still okay. in it. Okay. Um, and... Wait, is she is she listening? Do we Can we talk probably. about this? Probably. She might yeah. be listening. Yeah, Maybe I can either. talk about it, yeah. Um, it's my life, man. I do what I want. It's <laughs> 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 just like, like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's nothing bad. It's nothing Can bad. Can I crash at your right. So? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, you know, I, I was about to leave this relationship, and I was thinking, okay, well, I'm leaving it because I want I want more spontaneity. I want more, uh, you know, more, a more active lifestyle. I want this. I want that. But what I figured out, she went on a family vacation trip. And then she came back, and it was like a four-day thing. And during that time, um, I, Joey, I met up with Joey. He gave me a book. He gave me some good advice, um, unbiased advice, which is always the best. And he, and so I, uh, I did some self-discovery. I did some meditation. The first time I've done meditation since I was in massage therapy school. Mm-hmm. So, and this goes back to what I was talking about originally in the beginning. Hey, when what, I said what, what book did he give you? Not to It you was off. this, uh, I have it written down here. The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra. Ah, Chopra, okay. Yeah.
1: So you were meditating, sorry, let's go back to Yeah,
2: so I, I meditated um, that weekend for the first time in several years, and um, I realized that I wasn't, for one, I hadn't paid attention to myself in like three years. Yeah. I hadn't done anything for myself. Even though I thought I was doing a bunch of shit for myself, yeah. I was not actually paying attention to the inner me, you know? Not the inner me that you see the memes and shit. No, not that inner me. Is that Kermit with a hood on, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, you know, the the person that um, just the real the real me. And shit. I I realized that I had not really done anything for myself. And then in that same it was only ten minutes of meditation, mind you, in that same brief amount of time, and a whole
1: lot of shrooms and a whole <laughs> lot of acid, man. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: I realized that. Um, that all these things that I said that I wanted out of my life or out of my relationship, yeah, they, they were like these high level things, right? But huh. what do they actually look like? I didn't know what the hell they looked like. Like, wh- what does an a more active lifestyle look like? Okay, more, active, is that more hiking? Is that like working out at a gym more? Is it joining a gym? Is it, you know, doing, is it being a part of a rowing club? Like, what does that mean? You know, I don't know what the hell that, that actually looks like in my life. Um, does it mean just working out every day? I don't know. So, also, like, you know, I
0: want, these are a long four days. It <laughs> <laughs> was a lot of shit. A lot of shit. It was heavy four days.
2: So, also, I realized, you know, all these things about my life. I didn't know what I really wanted or right. what it really looked like for me in my life. Right. And so I was like, well, I can't, I can't just up and leave my relationship yeah. because I don't even know why I'm really leaving. Um, I don't even know myself. So, I'm just going to start working on myself. And so um, I actually started going to therapy. I saw, started being a, seeing a therapist um, just to kind of like get a calibration.
1: By the way, I'm a, I'm a huge proponent of therapy. I feel like. Um,
0: she says she's totally listening. That's no. my baby. Uh, <laughs> oh. What's your girlfriend's name? Uh, Sabella.
2: Sabella. That's yeah. a pretty name. Yeah, it's very oh, pretty Shout pretty name. out, <laughs> Sabella. Um, um, and so I decided, you know, I decided to start going to therapy and um and i also decided to start meditating um and kind of going through just paying attention to myself and being in the moment and just being here and then um and you know that book that joey gave me really opened my eyes to a lot of who what i need to do on a daily basis to be whatever it is to figure myself out you know i just need to be and not be Distracted by my ego, my thoughts, and all this other shit coming in, I just need to spend some time with myself in the morning. Not do anything, like not talk, not read, not listen, just be with my own thoughts.
1: Self improvement. to Some of my friends means masturbation. So you don't mean that. I don't mean (laughs) masturbation. Okay, okay. Just just asking for a friend. A little bit of a transact. Asking for a friend, friend, Alex. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, And then meditating on my lunch breaks um and then reading and really trying like not just reading these self-help books and things right. but understanding the concepts that they're, that they're trying to teach you and implementing them on a daily basis uh, so walking into a place and um one of the things that joey's doing these days is is this uh this giving and the more that you give, the more that you receive. You know, mm-hmm. if you give more, not technically, if you give more money, you receive more money, right. but in the way that you're giving it, if you're providing value to other people, they're gonna provide value back to you. Yep. Um, and if, you're al- if, you're never gi- if you always give without expectation, then you'll always receive in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these concepts, concepts like that, uh, being practiced on a daily basis is really difficult but it's really beneficial.
1: So giving though, does that mean like material things like dollars to homeless people, or like it what could. are you giving?
2: It could. Um, what did you give today? What did I give today? I gave a lot of smiles, um, a lot of oh positivity. Shit. You <laughs> just hit me with that. <laughs> <laughs> gave a lot. Damn. All right. All right. I'm. I'm did not do that. No. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> go sit down now. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> Time, So you know, I mean, it's like you can just give a compliment. You all can right. give like um, a piece of advice. You can, um, you know, hopefully somebody is is getting something out of this talk yeah. today. Sabella. Sabella. She's, you yep. know, she's on yeah, here. <laughs> if she's happy about what I'm saying, then, <laughs> you know, that's another piece of giving. I think that um, a lot of people are going to be happy with what you're saying. Man. Yeah, you can
0: cool. relate to a lot of people. And a lot of people are just still trying to find themselves. In that's what
1: I was saying before. That's what I was saying before. Because, like, you seem just like a down-ass guy. And you've got a story. Yeah. And a lot of our listeners, you know, like... I don't know if you heard some of the podcasts, but like I came from the ghetto, he came from the ghetto, he, we, she came from the you know, like I mean we 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 all came from somewhere that we don't want to go back to. Right. Is the point of the story. And, you know, you as well, obviously. Yeah. So your story though is so like unique, it provides a certain avenue of value to maybe some people. I would never be able to, you know. Explain what you've explained, how you did it, where you came from, and what you did.
0: You would have had a meltdown after that I day. would have. I would have had a meltdown <laughs> after. <laughs> you should have seen me at my last job. Oh my god. It I was, hate the world. Oh geez. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh.
1: Yeah. Not happening again. But I mean. Uh, shit, dude. Well,
2: thank you. that's, yeah, that's thank a you, huge, right? huge compliment. No, I mean.
0: So, how did Joey pitch his idea to you? Because he told you like. Be on our podcast, and then like the yeah, I know he's like, "Hey, I got a next guest for you." And like, uh, he and
2: literally, he, so he texted me. He said, "Hey, so I got some guys that want you on a podcast." Oh, so we played the middle guy. Yeah, yeah. Ah. And, um, and so, I, so I texted him back. I said, "Okay, well, what's the name of the podcast?" And he said, "It's called Nothing to Lose." And I was like, I texted him back. I said, "Well, what do I
0: have to lose?" <laughs> 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 I'll go. Screw it. <laughs> Yeah, so he's like hey, I got this guy that's down to go on your podcast. So he basically played yeah, the both of us. Yeah, <laughs> all right, both of us. All right, right. All right no, but Well,
1: he he really wasn't lying. He wasn't, he lying. wasn't lying, man. Yeah, you, you had something to say.
0: It's a For good sure. story. Like, I'm a lot of people are gonna relate to this more than uh, other people's stories, even though their stories are great too. But I feel like we could throw ourselves in his shoe, and like I I, just, I, I feel like the empathy is there. Yeah. Like, I mean,
1: you know, yeah. I can't even imagine some of the harder things. But I know what it's like to start from the bottom at a job, work your way up, and then still not get gratitude. Yeah, I know, excited, I know what it's you like to have to
0: leave to, because we another job yeah. and still not get paid, and yep. you still work your ass off yeah, for another. There was two a time years. where,
1: like, I also hit rock bottom. You know, like severe depression and just the worst thoughts you could imagine. Um, I mean, Tony's always been happy-go-lucky, but I'm sure that he's definitely <laughs> there. There was a time in, in between jobs for him, or um, when he was leaving one job, that he was also pretty. So I mean.
0: No, I'm yeah. down, but I'm not gonna let it affect other people around me. Which is what I mean me by ha- yeah, yeah, I know. So yeah, yeah, awesome. we
1: know, we know. Yeah,
2: that's, that's a good mindset to have. It's really it's good to have that. Have you met his girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, I did briefly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's yeah, really cool. I, I just it was like exchanging two words. I had run ran right past her into the bathroom. Did so you? Oh, huh. you my
0: boy. her a the way in. <laughs> and that's how um, they became friends. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, so I got I got like one more question for you, and sure. then um, maybe Tony does. But if you could give yourself advice, let's go ten years ago. No, no, no. Let's go nine years ago when you were twenty years old, right? Like right mm-hmm. before everything happened for you. Nine years ago, if you can give yourself one piece of advice, what would it be?
2: Ooh, that's a difficult <laughs> one, man. It would probably be. Um, it would probably be this forgiveness piece and uh and don't forget it 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 would be more because i I had it then but it was but i i forgot it i lost it Hmm. um and so i would say that you know I, i would go back and i would tell myself you know continue with this path of forgiveness coming from a place of understanding and um always come from that place of understanding and don't ever forget that other people are just like you. Other people have worse situations. Other people have better situations. Nothing is good or bad necessarily. It's just, it is. And there's a reason for everything. So continue to keep that top of mind. And um, and you will be happy.
0: Damn. Damn. I don't even want, I don't have a follow. I can't do a follow yeah, question. I think like you just dropped the mic know. and said, Peace out. Yeah, like Obama. Yeah. Like um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um, All of our listeners, I feel like that's going to be your takeaway.
0: Replay it a couple of times. Yeah,
1: just write that down. Put it on a mirror so you look at it every morning.
0: Uh, Go ahead, plug away your IG. IG, uh, Facebook, Twitter, whatever you got. Whatever you want to do or anything you got.
2: I guess my IG would be the only thing that I'm on these days. Don't plug Joey because he's got enough plugs. He's just... just (laughs) (laughs) What is my IG? I don't even know my name It's Brendan (laughs) underscore Walton
0: Alright, I'll be be in the description below I was also on the IG, follow him Like I said, recently started posting
2: I got some audiobooks for you guys You guys can post on there too Um, Free audiobooks, and then that uh, Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra I found a PDF online that's the entire book for free. For free, yeah. and so I can give you guys that information, those links, and you guys post them up, and people yeah. can listen to these. Uh, there's three books that changed my life: How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, and The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by uh, Deepak Chopra.
0: God damn, I love that plug. Which one are we gonna read? I gotta um,
2: read one. Well, I mean, he's been hyped up to. listen to. Okay. He's been, he's been hyped up. I'm gonna up listen to too. the two. I'm gonna listen to the two, and <laughs> I'm gonna do the hard reading. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah.
1: maybe, maybe it'll be my book next month. All right. But Man. All right. Thanks it's it's been a me.
2: goddamn pleasure. Thank you, guys. Jesus Thank you very gosh.
0: much. We just made a new friend. We just made a
1: new friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, follow us. Uh, subscribe. Follow us, you subscribe. know,
0: whatever you got to do. Um, unfollow Alex. Yes. Unfollow him. doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> go on go on his Facebook. Let him know that. Just write on his wall. Yeah, just just write something. What's the special it? word of the day for you today?
1: Um, Alex, if you're listening, if you made it this far, then your word of the day is going to be... Um, uh sugar
2: bear
0: sugar bear okay yeah
1: and and Sophia, if if you tell him that one more goddamn like don't 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 tell him just you know call him sugar bear and then see if he even knows what you're talking about yeah
2: have you guys seen that um is it uh sesame street parody it's like welcome to sesame street (laughs) (laughs) what's the letter what's the number of today kermit or i don't know we just talking to you it's like (laughs) 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 Joint. <laughs> 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 New word is joint. <laughs> <laughs> Just change it. Audible, audible, audible. <laughs>
0: so, like he said, I'll I'll share all the books that he said. Audio, the the free book online PDF version, which I heard a lot that people are actually getting free books on PDF version. So, mm-hmm. hey, you know, that book yep. that I was gonna buy you for thirty dollars, you can probably oh find it in PDF. Oh yes, <laughs> yes, the space adventures. <laughs> the space yes, adventures, yes. How to Survive on Mars.
1: How to Survive on Mars. Episode 16 in the books. (laughs) One day.
0: (laughs) Thanks for for listening. Subscribe to us on whatever you listen to. Peace.
2: Thank you.